Well, first of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Nathan Snell of Big Nate Sports Talk. This is episode two of season 10 of Big Nate Sports Talk. Uh, before we get into the video, there's a few things I would like to say up front. Uh, all the episodes for season nine will be uploaded today after I'm done with this episode, so we'll be caught up. Um, episode three uh, for the Washington Mystics versus Seattle Storm game one recap. That'll happen after the game because game time is 10 p.m., tomorrow our our time in 7 p.m on the west coast they're actually in seattle today they have a post media practice call that's not until six uh this weekend the ravens play uh the arizona cardinals will be tuned in for that um camera what's up i appreciate you thank you thank you what's going on bro i really do appreciate it thank you um appreciate all the new support new subscribers to the channel uh big neat sports talk really does appreciate you this is where you can get all your sports news college basketball, men and women's college football, basketball, uh, football, baseball, even WNBA. This is the this is the place to get your sports news and sports takes. Uh, so really do welcome those that have subscribed to the channel. It's much appreciated. Um, in this episode, I have a very special guest. Uh, he is all the way on the West Coast. He's in Seattle. Uh, we have touched base. We've talked a bit on Twitter. Uh, Really great writer for the Seattle lead. That's part of the W W lead uh, writing. And, and he is a Seattle Storm fan. And he might, he's going to come on here. We're going to chop it up, talk about the game, the series and what to expect. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Brendan Potts to Big Nate Sports Talk. Brendan. Welcome to Big Nate Sports Talk. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great week. Thank you for taking the time and joining me. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How are you doing? It's a beautiful Wednesday. It's a beautiful Wednesday. Tell the people yes, about sir. yourself. Who let, let the people know who you are. Yeah. So, like like you said, I'm a uh, I'm a contributing writer for the lead. Um, I just got the uh, the opportunity this summer, and it's been it's been amazing. I've put out uh, I think we're up to 14, 14 15, uh pieces right now uh got another one coming out tomorrow before the game um yeah i've i've been a uh wnba fan for about three seasons now that's my third season um i've been a basketball fan for even longer i've been a uh been a huge nba fan um and the biggest the biggest opportunity to get into the wnba was um was the wobble and the COVID season and uh i got i got into the wnba then it was all about picking um the team and i um I went local and chose Seattle, and uh, so I, I'm a big um, Brianna Stewart fan. So uh, <laughs> the the uh, pieces kind of were put together. So uh, yeah, it was a <laughs> guess a match made in heaven, really, to start. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, really quick, you know, just talk about you know what do you how how did you feel about the Seattle Storm this season, um, and what do you think how do you feel that this was two birds last year yeah i mean the the storm this season 
you kind of forget that they had the um they had the 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 biggest problems with uh with covid early on um yep. i think we are um we're at the top of the top of the list in terms of uh dealing with the most covid cases um we lost a lot of our uh most of our starters uh this season due to covid at one point and uh you know i think i think there are multiple games um where we're starting to hit our stride and then uh and then you know we kind of kind of fall flat whether it's against uh a better team or, or <laughs> better teams uh that only play against us and bad against other teams um but uh shout out to Connecticut uh <laughs> but uh yeah but uh no, uh, I'm I'm very um I think the fourth seed is uh is a good is a good spot for us. It keeps us under the radar, and uh, I think that's going to be really big for uh for how uh for how contending we are. Uh, uh, did you ever suspect at the beginning of the season that the fourth seed and the fifth seed would have been Washington and Seattle? Um, not not really. I mean this this uh. This season has been crazy. I didn't think um, I didn't think Vegas would be would be this good right off the bat, and then they just kind of fell off for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. um, I definitely didn't think Chicago would be uh, would be this good. Um, Who are you kidding? Yeah, right. I still can't believe but, when, they, when I saw they clinched the playoffs first. I said, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, as a Storm fan, I'm just like, hey. We quit. We clinched the playoffs first last season. That don't mean shit. <laughs> Good point. That's fair. That's a fair point. Um, so we already know this. We already know the history with the Washington Mystics and the Seattle Storm. I think this has to be the. This has to make it being probably the best first round series. Um, it's a fun fact. The last time we actually saw you guys uh, was actually in the finals, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And we unfortunately, you you guys swept us because uh, Deladon mm-hmm. got hurt. Uh, Taylor Hill got hurt, and uh, that was actually the year. The next year, we actually got Ariel Powers and Latoya Saunders and everything. So that year, and you guys, I, uh, I still haven't gotten over that 2018 season. But um, this season, I, I'll be honest, it's actually been a good, good season for both teams. Um, you guys have beaten us twice in the in the yeah. regular season series, and. I'm kind of curious to get your thoughts on how do you think – well, first of all, I'll start with myself. So the Washington Mystics, um, for the most part, kind of in the same boat like Seattle, but not from terms of health and safety protocols. From the standpoint of, you know, we didn't have Lena Deladon. She wasn't playing regularly. She was every, on a scheduled date at rest, had her certain rest games. Alicia Clark didn't play at the beginning of the season. Uh also had some COVID issues. Natasha Cloud at one point was on health and safety protocols. And then you also are dealing with um, in configurating the starting lineup. You know, Shakira Austin at one point was coming off the bench because it was Maisha Hines Allen and uh, yeah, Kennedy Burke. A lot of a lot of moving pieces. But I- I'm curious to get your thoughts, Brendan, on who are the players in this series you think we should be looking at? Other than Brianna Stewart and Elena Deladon, who do you think else can be the X factor? for the storm uh, for the storm yeah uh first of all i think i think this this matchup if you like if you like wnba basketball if you like basketball period uh 
this, and, and uh, like us, or unlike us, you're not rooting for either team. This is the matchup to watch, and uh, because they're so they're so even. I think um, I think like Rams Rams do those things where they like they like butt heads and they do it for fun. That's exactly what's going to happen in in three games. So um, that's that's first off. Um, and getting into it with the matchups, it's a very similar um, very similar take. Like for me, it's um, I'm excited to watch uh, Gabby Williams and Alicia Clark. They're very um, they're very similar in in their defensive role with the team. Um, this is also going to be a defensive battle. Um, these, the, the storm get so much praise for their offense, but it's because so, they're so good on, uh, with their defense, um, and their defensive schemes and how they, and how they run. But, um, yeah, Gabby, Gabby Williams for me, um, Ezzy Magmagor is another one. I think she's going to be, uh, very, very lethal, um, coming off the bench. And, uh, I think, I think one of the difference makers that I, that I, um, came up with it in the series because it's going to be so close is the offensive game of Tina Charles. Um, I think, uh, I think that's going to be the difference maker. And I think um, that's the biggest one I've seen from uh, the last couple of games heading into the postseason. So um, we'll see. It's going to be a great matchup. I'm super excited. Now just the picking up on Tina Charles, what, how did you feel about the signing of Tina from, as a, from, from, for you covering the Seattle storm? Yeah, yeah. So I actually, I actually wrote about the uh, the signing promptly after she uh, she actually signed. It came out, um, I believe, the day the day or day after she signed. But um, no, I, I, um, hey, she she wants to win a championship. If it's not evident right now, then you haven't been watching. Uh, and it's it's one of those things where I'm fine with it. I'm I'm come come to Seattle. We need. We need more depth, uh, but um, no, she's been it's it, it's it's a funny funny story. Like first couple of days after she signs, like oh she's ring chasing. But when you actually watch her in her role with the storm, they've needed her, and we've need and um they've needed her, and she needs us. Um, I ne I never want to uh, <laughs> Noel Quinn, if you're watching, I doubt it. But I never want to see Jantel Lavender in a game ever again please uh because uh and i think that's one of the reasons why we got tina charles um she listen gentel is good for blowouts nothing more just, it's i'm just like uh but um no tina charles has been great for us um she's basically played with all of her um all of her old teammates at team usa on the storm so that team chemistry really helps um, and I think that's one reason why she was put into the starting lineup. But also, too, you keep in mind, you guys have not had Mercedes Russell the whole season. Um, yeah, which has been I've, I've been I've been praying for Mercedes Russell. I know she's been dealing yeah. with a, a headache syndrome for most of the season. So I really hope she's doing well. I think that's also, yeah. too, what the storm have missed, because she was if you remember, she was also an AU. So uh, it was great to see her there. But it's been really different not seeing her out there on the floor. So I hope she is doing well. Hope she gets well soon and um, don't rush back basketball. It will, will bas health is more important than the game of basketball. So yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I wish, um, wish Sadie's all the best. Yes, absolutely. Uh, for the Washington mystics, uh, other than Elena Deladon, I need the others to step up. I need, I need Alicia Clark. I need Ariel Atkins. I need Tosh cloud. I need the bench. Um, 
Alanda Aladon can score 25 a game all she wants to, but the offense around her has to step it up. Uh, Aaron Atkins can, to me, the big three, Tosh, Ariel, and, and, and Elena, that's your big three. But uh, we all know Alicia Clark is more of a defensive forward first, then shoots the three. Um, I've just been disappointed that the bench also, too, has to be the key for this series. Uh, I When I watched them play Las Vegas, for example, they scored 20 points as a bench. I think if you get 20 or more twenty or more points from the Washington Mystics off the bench, whether it's Maisha, whether it's Shatoy Walker-Kimbrell, Tiana Hawkins, uh, Rory Machida is not a shooter. And that's a liability, especially come playoff time. Um, so my X factor is the others. The others around Elena Deladon must play well, um, or it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long, long series uh, in this series. Now, my question to you, Brendan, is what do you think the keys are if you're Seattle to beat Washington? Yeah, I think. Um... It, it this matchup is going to be so close so just have that um have that veteran uh, i think the veteran presence around um this team is is going to help and you could say the same for for washington like i've said they're they're very very similar in in uh how their rosters are built and how their game plans are but um i think um these uh these individual um players like it's it's going to be hard to um to choose the different uh, X factors that you need to have. You need to take care of the rebounding for sure. Like offensive rebounding has been a big, uh, a big um, struggle for us. And uh, I, I think we have one of the, uh, you were talking about the bench. I think we have one of the worst bench units in the league, uh, which is very unfortunate. Um, so just, just keeping um, for the, for the bench, just keep the, uh, the starters, um, the starters work like somewhat intact. Like you don't have to give up the game completely. That's how we've lost a lot of our games this year. It's just the, when the bench is put in, we've just plummeted and just done horribly. I think that's why, uh, that's another reason why Tina Charles was added, um, in mid season, but, um, yeah, out or, uh, you're not gonna, I don't know if we're going to out rebound you guys, but, um, no, just just try and win the offensive uh, battle. Um, get get second chance points, and uh, and so uh, that's been that's been a really big um, really big struggle in our losses. Mm. I agree with that. Um, I guess I look at it from from this perspective. I mean, we're both, and you could agree to this. Both teams as a as defense, we're both arguably the best defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but offensively, we can, for some reason, we've been very mildly inconsistent. Um, it's the I think the styles, the play styles are two totally different. So that's going to be the, that's one key. You guys, the Seattle Storm, you guys love to push the pace. Why we are very, we don't like the pace. Right, like, like the it's like two possessions meant like less than what the league is. So according to what the stats say, we're the eighth worst offense in the league, but it's just two possessions at a minimum, which is weird. Um, but again, we've shown that a team like Las Vegas, uh, we've had success against stopping their break. So the key is obviously continue guys in the fast break, um, but also to uh, 
I've noticed, and this is my this is going to concern it's the offense. I've historically, for some reason, in WNBA playoffs, if you don't have a consistent offense, it's going to be a a, a short series. And uh, with this format, I'm hoping that it there's things that, and even this time to practice, we have an opportunity to figure some things on the offense. Now, other than Brianna Stewart, okay, Brendan might hate me for this. <laughs> Jewel Lloyd is going to be the key defensively because the backcourt, you've got two all-defensive first-teamers. That's Natasha Cloud and Ariel Atkins. I'm really curious to see who's going to be guarding her. Most likely it'll be Ariel. Um, I can definitely see at some point this series it getting to a point where they might fatigue is set in because it's i mean especially if it's jewel and ariel they're just going to go at each other like there's no tomorrow and brendan can definitely agree with me on that um from a watching jewel especially the the two times when they were here in dc uh she's the second leading score and for seattle and at times she's very consistent inconsistent particularly from shooting from three and again it's interesting i've looked at this stat you guys are 14 and 6 when she scores 14, 15 or more points, but you're 500 when she scores 15 or less. That is interesting. Um, those are my keys for the Washington Mystics to win this year, to, to beating the Seattle Storm. Um, the biggest question mark is also to is the half court offense. In the half court, you have to succeed or for the Mystics, or it's going to be a long game, long series against Seattle. What do you what would you say on that? Yeah, for sure. I think that I mean you nailed it right on the head. I have um I have Ariel Atkins uh guarding Jewel Lloyd as well. I think uh I haven't really watched too much of the Mystics ex- ex- this year except when they played the uh the Storm and I watched them on the uh on the back to back. Uh brilliantly scheduled by the WNBA by the way. Uh fantastic. Um but uh no, when when uh, Ariel Atkins' defense, I'm like really impressed with her, and I was like, okay, she's she's gonna be a problem if we're if we're matched up. But um, when I I just have to say this right now because Natasha Cloud put on her Twitter that she that she should be all defensive first team, and then Jewel Lloyd kicked kicked her ass in the next two games. So I'm just I'm just saying like if if Jewel Lloyd can can kick your ass then. Yeah, I'd I'd uh, I'd focus on walking the walk instead of talking the talk. I get it though. He does have a good point, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he had, he definitely, Jewel Lloyd definitely responded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I saw all that in the weekend series. Um, thank you for painfully bringing that up. Up, Brendan. I appreciate. It. <laughs> I'm just also too. I, I'm curious to see how Elena is going to look in this because uh, she's had the extended break. She's had the the, the rest days. It's definitely going to be key. Uh, when Elena's healthy, and unfortunately, watching the Mystics the last two games playing a team that's practically uh, playing for nothing, and that was the Indiana Fever. I looked like Elena Deladon looked like the Elena Deladon we've been wanting to see all season. Um, 
unfortunately, I do not see her getting any awards. Um, if anything, she may get an all NBA team. I doubt it. Um, but she's still one of the best players in the league. Now, I think a lot of people are going to say, well, with her back, can she handle the rigors of the playoffs? And unfortunately, um, we're at a point where she can't, we can't, she can't, she can't rest. Um, I mean, I I really think that in seven days, there'll be three games. Lovely scheduling by the WNBA again. Um, but I also, too, think that makes the Mystics a dark horse to win this series. Um, because if you think about it, Two one format makes a dip, makes it is going to make a big difference. I think people are looking at it like, well, like for example, Las Vegas and Phoenix. Well, the AC doesn't has to be in Las Vegas for two games. If you steal one, you go back to your home court for game three. So it's going to be an advantage for whoever it is. And I I'm really feeling like the Washington Mystics are going to steal one. Um, it's it's definitely going to come down to. Offense down the stretch, other than Brand, other than Elena Deladon, someone else has got to step up offensively. Defensively, we've got to hold Jewel Lloyd under 15 points at most. Brianna Stewart and Tina Charles, uh, Shakira Austin has shown she can hold her own weight in that series. Um, and also the bench is key. I think the Washington Mystics can take it to three games. Brendan, what do you think? Yeah, I I think um I think this series is gonna go three games. Um and let's say let's say I pick Seattle in two. That doesn't mean it's gonna be a bad two games, like a bad blowout two games. Like they could be really competitive. So saying saying um Seattle in two doesn't mean necessarily like, oh, they swept them out of the building. I think that that uh term is so misused sometimes but um i think i think something you didn't you didn't hit on that um i believe i saw earlier today was um a key for the mystics is um alicia clark um and she uh she played for us for i believe nine seasons uh love alicia and miss alicia uh please come back to seattle um but uh uh she something something uh super uh uh, folk, um, or talked about was um, in in her media availability was uh, she know she knows uh, the term she knows the concepts that uh, that Seattle runs so whenever she call whenever a play is called or, or something like that she knows the defensive scheme to to uh, defend that um, to the best of their ability so I think that's going to be a uh, another key um, don't know how big it will be but um, that's something uh, that's an advantage that Alicia Clark. Uh, uh brings to the mystics uh besides her uh amazing defensive ability i definitely agree with that um even though i did i did hear that that shouldn't be that shouldn't really be the focus i mean the focus is we're still gonna have to go out there we're still gonna have to win the series you know we're gonna go out there and win the, try to win the game um just because you you played for the team that doesn't mean they're going to think one step, two, three steps ahead of us, you know? 
Uh, but I definitely do agree that definitely is an advantage. Um, but even though, I mean, if you look, uh, I, the first time we saw you guys was on that West Coast trip, I think we were just tired. I mean, were you, again, the 36 games we've all played, the scheduling has just been very, excuse my language, which just shitty. Like, you know, you have a back on the road, and then you got like a day, and then go like, I think we had played the most games in just that first half of the season. It was ridiculous. But the weekend series, it just came down to just possessions, not making shots. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what it's going to come down. It's going to come down to a game of possessions. And, and um, just let me know, like, what do you think game one will look like? How do you think? Well, we all know the atmosphere. Because uh, yeah. the atmosphere that went for Subaru's last home game was astounding. But what do you think that hiding the, the crowd and the atmosphere is going to play a factor into this series for the first two games? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Sue's final home game. Um, I was fortunate enough to go. That was amazing. Um, I felt like that was more of an event than a game just because of everything that <laughs> happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is this is Sue Bird's last playoff run. It's going to be sold out, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be electric. And it's going to be... Um, it's going to be amazing, and uh, I hope that uh, that Alicia Clark gets a nice ovation to uh, back back to Seattle. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be emotional. I think it's going to be emotional for um, for the first uh, for the first quarter, first half in terms of like this is we're in the playoffs, we're we're here. This is playoff basketball, and then second half or second through fourth quarter, we're just gonna play we're gonna play playoff basketball i agree with that i agree with that um go ahead and give your game one prediction oh i got seattle come on man come on i got i got seattle i think um i i'm excited to to uh see see this uh see this series though it's gonna be it's gonna be very very fun um uh, one one thing that uh, or I I'm sorry, not one thing, but um, something that Coach Quinn says a lot in the uh, in the press conferences um, when these types of things happen, um, whether it's back to backs or, or uh, two games in three days against the same team in the same arena, um, is it's like a chess match, um, yes. and you're you're doing this move to find out what this move is, and then you're reacting on on this move. So she said that theme a lot, uh, this, this season. Um, and I think that was in preparation for the playoffs. Um, so we'll see if that's true. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just something I wanted to bring up from, from the coach. I agree with that. It's definitely, I think she said it after this, the first game in DC. I remember yeah. saying, I mean, yep. And I definitely agree. It is, it is a game of chess. So I am curious to see how, uh, it's going to be like first two games in Seattle. It's probably going to be the same thing. Now, the Seattle Storm—they have a do they have a post a, a post practice media call today? I know the Mystics I, do. I believe so. It's with um, it's with a couple of the players. I think one of them's Tina Charles. I can't remember. Um, yesterday was with uh, was with Gabby and, and Sue. I think today is with. 
Tina Charlton as in as in Mag McGlory, I might be wrong on on, but definitely Tina Charles. Now, what have, what have those media calls been like for you this season so far? Yeah, they they've been so fun. These these players are are really fun to talk to. Uh, I think the uh, the the funniest person I've talked to is Brianna Stewart. Easily, <laughs> uh, she's very she's very goofy and she's very opposite of what you would uh, think a star of her caliber is. Um, she's very like completely opposite. But the um, so I call Brianna Stewart the funniest uh, person I've talked to. The funnest person I've talked to is Ezie Magbagor. Um, she's very nice. Uh, she's very, um, she, she has a good, uh, a good basketball, basketball mind. Uh, can't, and also can't go wrong with an Australian accent. Um, and, uh, also, um, you, one of the things I picked up very quickly when I was a, uh, a WNBA fan, um, was, uh, watching Sue Bird, but hear her speak, like mm-hmm. hear, hear Sue Bird talk in an interview. It doesn't even have to be uh, a press conference, watch an interview, watch a, a video of, of Sue Bird. She's so intelligent about the game of basketball. And I think that's something that, um, that goes out of, out of your head when you think of women and, and basketball and the WNBA and, and uh, women's college basketball is, uh, these guys just put put a ball in in a hoop, and maybe they're good. They're not as good as NBA players. That's your own opinion, but um, yep. no. But watch. Going back to the subject of Super, like listen to her speak, and she's so intelligent about the game. It just it. That's one of the things I picked up very quickly. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. She definitely speaks elegantly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get a chance to see when her wife won the uh, me- the medal for uh, presidential medal. I didn't see that. I didn't get an opportunity to watch that. Um, for me, it's actually been fun for the Mystics media calls. Uh, Coach T actually laid on my ass one, <laughs> one post game. I was after the Sparks, and I asked him. It was a I, and he he said it uh, actually Friday. He said he does a he publicly doesn't like to praise other coaches. And so the question I asked was like, can you tell me the difference with a Fred Williams team versus a Derek Fisher's team? Look like he just was like, I don't praise players. I only talk about my team. And he had this attitude. His eye left eye, I promise you, Brendan, it twitched twice. And I was like, <laughs> um, I just asked like, what was the message at halftime? And I turned the ball over. And I just like, thank you, coach. I appreciate it. I mute the bike so quick. <laughs> but no, um, it's been fun. Um, the probably yeah. the only players I have not spoken to um, is Natasha Cloud. I'm not going to oh. ask her a question. Tiana Hawkins, uh, Rui Machida, Jasmine. When Jasmine Jones was just recently added to the roster, um, but everybody else and Alicia Clark. Um, everybody else, um, I was actually starstruck. Uh, it was after they played uh, Atlanta. And it was Maisha Hines Allen and Elena Deladon in the post game, and we the, the PR person was like, "We only got one, t- we only got time for two more questions." So one to me and one to this other reporter who's in Greece. Mm-hmm. And I go, "Okay, so you know now, now that you guys have are now done, you've played the most games. Like, what are the, some of the things you guys are going to be doing to mentally unwind, you know, from this game now that you know 
that's not basketball. Maisha, Maisha was like, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. <laughs> I didn't expect Elena to ask. And then Elena just goes, yeah, um, I'm going to take this time to, you know, just get back to work, get in the gym. And I'm, I'm like. That's funny. Elena Delano asked my question. I, I literally once the meeting, I, I just I literally was starstruck. I said, Elena Deladon answered my question. <laughs> so um, you brought up uh you brought up a funny like uh uh fail a media fail. So I have one with um with uh Brianna Stewart. So the first time I talked to uh Brianna Stewart, I asked um I believe it was after it was after a win. It was the first time I uh I talked to her. Um I said, uh, what do you think or uh what do you think you could be, uh, or you could have done differently in this, in this win? Or, uh, she had, she had like 28, 29 points. She did really well. Um, um, I was like, what, what was one of the things you could have done differently? And she goes, you know, I think, I think I could have rebounded. Uh, I think I could have rebounded better. She had, uh, three rebounds on the game and I'm like, oh, okay, that's actually very interesting. So that was, that was after post-practice. So next day they had a game, they, they won. They, she did really good. And she um she got uh seven rebounds. So technically she doubled her rebounds. So I said, <laughs> so so I came out and I said, This is what this is what I believe Jewel Lloyd and uh and Ezzy McGore were there. So I go, uh what what do you uh how do you feel like after you doubled your rebounds and uh and uh how do you like improve that like keep it keep it consistent and she goes she goes uh well i don't take it as a compliment that i double my rebounds for or like doubling my rebounds from three to seven like i'm like oh boy my favorite player just roasted my ass so so the, so the funny part of that is the next the uh next post practice availability i go uh or no i'm sorry this was after this was after a game uh I go. Uh, she had she had uh, eleven rebounds after that game, and she had like uh, close to thirty points. I go. I go. Hey, uh, I asked Jewel Lloyd a question because she was also there, and I said, "And I have a fun question for Stewie. Uh, do you like your rebounding numbers now?" And she goes, "Yeah, finally." I laughed so hard. Oh goodness. Um, that's that's a good one. Actually, I'm yeah. sorry. I asked Tiana Hawkins. That was a, it was a it was a media day because after she yeah. had AU. Uh, the funniest one, um, Baisha Hines Allen's the funniest. She's definitely the funniest. Uh, actually, yesterday they're getting they were they were going they're heading to the airport to go to Seattle, mm-hmm. and we're thinking I'm thinking she's at uh, the Entertainment Sports and Arena Center, so. I see on the Zoom, it says Zoom user. I'm like, who the heck is this? And the PR, the PR person goes, Maisha, is that you? She's literally in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, done that. And, and I'm like, wait, all you guys, like, wh- why are you driving? I'm, I'm, I'm like, why are you driving and on Zoom at the same time? But so I Maisha asked her. Allen was driving? Yeah, she was driving to the airport <laughs> as, on Zoom. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Um, I asked her a question. I said, uh, I was basically because you know, around this time, like, who was that player? And I'm pretty sure you'll ask this too, like, who was that player or that coach? You know, what times, like, you know, especially like when you're in college or even the pros, like, to get you going, like, to get you to where you to, to where you are as the player you are today. 
And she talked about a couple of coaches at Louisville because when she was a senior, there was her only year she got to the fi- Final Four. And uh, I asked another question and sent a question like that. She said, uh, Latoya Saunders. And then because she came, she had some vets when she came in. And as soon as I said, okay, well, but you should drive safe, um, have a safe flight to Seattle. And then she goes, oh, now you want to say drive safe. <laughs> I Oh, another one. Another one was uh, Avina Westbrook because she played yeah. for you guys too. Um, she didn't play with. I'd asked her uh, two questions. Drafted, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She didn't make I, the team. I, I asked. Oh, that's why she didn't make it. But she, yeah. I asked her. I said, "Are you? You know, you drafted by Seattle, uh, Coach Quid, Brianna Stewart, Sue Bird, and he went to Minnesota for a little bit." Uh, talked about how those how they those those teams have impacted you so far as a rookie, and I said, um, you know, we're not playing basketball. What are some things you like to do outside of, outside of basketball? And then she goes, I'm a very big dessert person, and she yeah. says chocolate cake. And you hear the PR guy laughing on Zoom. So, <laughs> yeah, that's probably been the uh, funnest. But the three most. The three you should never have together in a post game is Natasha Cloud, Maisha Island, and Shakira Austin. Those three, they are a riot. Because after the Vegas win, they just I, I'll have to send it to you. They um they were something else. They, they I feel so bad for I feel so bad for, for Vegas reporters because those girls are just oh my they're they're completely opposites on on like both sides of it or like on and off court like they're they're completely focused and, and serious on the court then they're the complete opposite they're so, funny they're, <laughs> they're asia wilson's a glorified teenager i swear the uh, asia's asia's good peoples i mean you got to have you got to have some labs you know after a game yeah. but yeah oh man i'm telling you it's been one one fun season uh, this yeah, is actually my first season uh being on the zooms with the mystics yeah, mine too. For the so, storm, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. it's been fun. It's definitely. But what got you interested? That's going to be my next question. What got you interested in writing for just the W and writing for the Seattle Storm? Yeah, so um, it's actually a, a funny story. Um, I had followed um, I had followed a, a Twitter account called Storm Chasers. Uh, shout out to Jeff, okay. um, and uh, he retweeted. Um, a uh, a tweet by uh the lead the main account and um it was a tweet saying um we're looking for contributors for um for all of our WNBA teams this is back in in may like right before the season started um or no i'm sorry yeah it was it was around that time um and so i was like yeah yeah i'll i'll give it a shot and um i originally applied for um a social media position and uh, I was like, social media is, is I, I really like social media and uh, being on Twitter and managing uh, uh, my own account. So um, I'll do social media and the other positions were um, writing and podcasting. And so um, I, I applied and I talked to the, talked to the guy for about a week and a half and uh, it was different things like, what are you going to do for this, for this channel? How are you going to help? How are you going to help the Storm Channel? All that stuff. So um, he eventually said, we're going to go in another direction for uh, social media, but we wanted to reach out to you about article writing. 
And I'm like, hmm, oh, okay. I've never, never done that before, but, uh, is there, is there, um, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Is there a, um, way that I could be coached and taught how to, how to do this? Cause I haven't done this before. So, um, uh, they're like, yeah, we can, we can do that. We can, uh, we can, uh, teach you and, and guide you. So I've had, um, I've had a lot of good, uh, good and supportive people, um, that yeah, I've given me criticism, uh, over, over these pieces, but it's constructive criticism and it's helping yep. me become a greater writer. And they've actually like compliment complimented me these last, uh, three or four pieces saying like, this is what we're, uh, this is like more like it. Uh, this is, um, these are amazing pieces. Great job. And, and, uh, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a really, really fun summer and, uh, it's, it's been an amazing opportunity for sure. I like that. That's what I love to hear. That's what I love to hear. Um, really quick, just go ahead and give your score and I'll, when I'm going to do a guarantee for you, uh, your score for game one for the Washington Mystics versus Seattle storm. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I'll, I'll just go off with, with the score right on top of my head. I think it's going to be 92 Seattle to 85 Washington. That's just the score that, that popped in my head. It's, it's a seven point game. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a great game, but um, something about the, uh, about the mystics um, that, that I picked up from, from the last, uh, from the back to back um, that it was an eight point game with, I think like two minutes left it's or something, enough. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it ended up being a three point game. This Seattle team is not going to quit. Yep. They, that's what they've proved all season. I agree with that. You were, and you're guaranteeing that 90, 92 to 85? Yeah, 92 to 85. Yep. Guaranteed. Um, Washington Mystics. 89 Seattle Storm 83. Guaranteed. I I can see I, I, I see the game being I see it being around a seven, seven to six point leader deficit. It's gonna come yeah. by it's gonna come down to game possessions. That's what I think the key is gonna be. Do you um did you pick the uh the series yet? Uh I would say the Washington Mystics will win in three. In three, that's that's a common one. That's a common one. I disagree, but that's that's a common one. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the series is going to go to three. Um, I just don't see the Mystics going to Seattle twice and mm-hmm. and and looking lackadaisical. I don't see that. I think I think Washington's going to steal one, and Seattle's going to get the second one, and I think the third one's going to just come down to. Who's just going to win the game? So it come down. This, this, this series is literally going. To, it can come down to literally a game of possessions. Oh so yeah. I think it, yeah. So sure. I, I feel like Washington can do that because, like you, you pointed out, Seattle's bench is not top tier. Um, and and again, like again, like if you don't. I think it makes a difference when you don't have certain players like Mercedes Russell. So you're going to see like Steffi Tolbert. You're going to see Jantel Lavender um, out there, and you got to give them credit. I mean, they do bring. Um, they do give you effort. It's just their bench is not efficient enough, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So, yeah, I think I think a big point um, 
uh, Noel Quinn's made over over the uh, over the season. I asked her uh, this at one point in the season. I can't remember, but um, how do you keep um, how do you keep yourself yourself in games? Because um, that was a big uh, that was a big issue for us. Was um, I talked about it earlier? Was uh, keeping ourselves in games, uh, blowing blowing leads, and um, the big reason why that happened was because none of the starters were in, were in. Mm-hmm. and. Something that uh, Coach Quinn um, praised and, and said uh, is we're gonna keep um, we're gonna keep one of the starters in whether it's um, whether it's Brianna Stewart, Jewel Lloyd, uh, Super, Gabby Williams, one of those yep. starter. And she also added um, Ezie McGregor in there as well. Now that was yep. before uh, Tina Charles, um, so hopefully uh, that duo of Ezie and, and Tina can stay in there. Um, but it's as long as they don't. As long as the storm don't roll the bench unit uh, without any of the starters in at one point, um, I think we will be fine. Um, but in terms of like if we have a lead and we're able to hold it, but um, that's that's one big big thing that we have to that we have to look for. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Uh, really quick, I want to get your thoughts on the other uh, six teams. As this playoff mm-hmm. race, uh, this this playoff first round, um, and we probably are going to think alike. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces versus the Phoenix Mercury. How are you feeling about that series? Now, see, I talked about just because it's a bad two game or a uh, it's a two game sweep doesn't mean it's going to be a bad two games. Uh, the this is going to be uh, a bad two games, even though I think I think. Phoenix is gonna uh is gonna somewhat compete and surprise some people at least in the first half. Prince, good to see you. So I'm sorry, um, yeah, no worries. Uh so I think I think Vegas is obviously the better team. It's it's one of those things where you just give your applause and, and you just give your flowers to Phoenix for the kind of season that they've had. Um yes. you you think you've had a bad season. <laughs> look at look at Phoenix. Uh, but, um, yeah, a- aces and two. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be honest for Las Vegas. I think they have to win this year. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, more importantly, Asia Wilson has to win this year. Well, I think... Asia, but the team as a whole, because remember, they, they last time they saw each other was last year in the semifinals. Yeah, I mean, that game was decided by a, a, a layup, and mm-hmm. the way they've come out this year, everything points to them. I have the aces going to the finals. The, 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 the Phoenix Mercury, I, I have to give, like you said, give them their flowers. You know, we have to give Vanessa Nygaard her flowers too. I mean, let's understand, you know, this. First time head, you know, young coach, you're dealing with personalities like Skylar Diggins, Dinah Taurasi, the signing of Tina Charles. I've, I've been very vocal on it. It was a very a weird dynamic, a weird signing. Um, and then also to Brittany Griner, who's been wrongfully detained in Russia. I hope mm-hmm. she's doing well. It's been now 181 days, if I'm saying yeah. that correctly, um, since she's been wrongfully detained. Um, and then also, too, their bench is not that productive. It's, it's minuscule. I mean, the small ball lineup they've been having, they've had out there, uh, 
Def Sophie, Shea Petty, Diamond the Shield was hurt. Um, and then Skylar Diggins will be out game one. And so will Diana, Diana Taurasi. And, and Diana Taurasi. And yeah. um, it's a sweep. But the Las Vegas Aces. I'm going to reiterate my comments right here, right now. The clock is officially ticking. The honeymoon is over. Damn your feelings. Who gives a damn? You got a job to do. And the job ain't even a championship. It's to be respectable. They just got to win. It's the Las Vegas Aces. I said it yesterday. It's it's a sweep. It's, I'm sorry. I And Phoenix has the lottery picked too for next year. So. Uh, uh, it's going to be. I, I don't see. I, I don't. I, I'll be surprised if Phoenix gets a game, but nah. The Aces, yes, Sean, are favorite to win it all. Um, they are the best team. Um, they. Uh, it's just they've had some lapses in the beginning of in that getting up going into All Star break. I think a lot of it started with the defense. Um, I think they've figured it out now, um, particularly with. Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, and Asia Wilson, their offense. I think they figured it out, but it starts with the defense. Um, next, Chicago versus New York. How are you feeling about this? Man, it's I'm, I'm so happy and so fortunate that New York made the playoffs because they were my dark horse coming into this season. And, uh, I'm for my reputation. I'm so happy they're in the playoffs, but um, no, for this series, um, I got Chicago, but I'm taking them in three. Um, I am a huge, uh, I am a huge fan of Hanju. Um, hmm. I am a big fan of uh, of Sabrina Inescu, uh, local uh local Eugene girl. So I uh, got to yep. represent uh, locally, yep. but um, I will, I will fully admit and I will bang the drum uh, on what I'm about to say. I've been on the hype train for Maureen Johannes since the Olympics. Yes. I saw her, I saw her play against team USA. It was team, it was team France. And I was screaming at my TV at 1030 at night when my, when my parents are asleep, I'm screaming at 10 o'clock at night, cover her because she reminds me of, of Steph Curry with her range and Mm -hmm. her uh, movement off the ball. ball. It's incredible. And I, um, I actually have a friend who, um, who used to work with New York and I was like, who, who is this girl? And he, told me a little bit about her and um that she's uh suspended uh uh she is on the suspended list uh dumb dumb term she's not playing this year basically what that meant um yeah 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 um and but this is who she is so the name came back up um when she signed back with the liberty said she was going to play and i said watch watch out for this player and she has blossomed into what we know and i said i i told you i told you all you know how I know they got into the, they were going to they were going to get into the playoffs when she came off that pick that screen and she shot yeah. a fadeaway three. That's how I knew they were going to win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over. <laughs> Johannes could definitely ball. 
I'm surprised uh, watch, watching them play the Mystics. She can definitely, definitely ball. Uh, New York was definitely one of my sleepers, too. Uh, but just disappointed with the injuries and chemistry, but they've all yeah. stayed the course. Um, no, remember, Benajelani was out for practically the whole season almost. Yeah. Um, Dee Richards didn't play for a good chunk of the season. Um, they traded that, Asia, Asia Durr. They traded yeah. them to Atlanta. So it was kind of mm-hmm. just kind of figuring out where, where pieces fit. Um, but I have, I have the Chicago Sky winning in three. I think the New York Liberty are going to steal a game. Yeah. I see it. There, one of the, um, one of the things that um, when, when we beat, uh, when Seattle beat Chicago um, in, in, in Chicago, um, we won the season series um, two to one. And one of those victories was late. Um, and we just shot the lights out of Chicago. We just, yep. we just couldn't miss. Um and one of the reasons why I have New York stealing the game is exactly that because this is a team that can shoot the lights out. They have a bunch of bunch of shooters on their team. Um, they are, um, I believe, Hanju is the tallest player on on that court. Um, I yes. might be wrong. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're somewhat longer um, for for Chicago. I'm sorry, Candace Parker is the biggest crybaby in the league. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. I wouldn't I, say crybaby. I just think that, you know, she's a know-it-all, man. Yeah, that's that's Candace Parker is one of those, you know, she's going she's going to play to the big when the, at the start of the whistle when the whistles to the game when it starts and when it ends. There have been a lot of questionable calls this year. Let's let's keep it let's keep oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of points to some frustration. I think that's why you see Candace and others with that those <clears throat> With those kind of reactions, because you kind of go, How, "How's that a foul? How's this a foul?" Yeah, yeah. And Sean has a question: Can New York pull off the upset? No, I think they'll still really, no, really. I, you don't I think, think so? No, I think Chicago has veteran experience, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I just they, 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 they've got championship caliber. It, I, I see it. I. I don't it, – it has to go completely wrong for Chicago. Like, Chicago literally has to have, like, a 15-point lead, and then they just look like, what's going on? I mean, you practically still have the same team except for a couple pieces. Yeah. But they have been – no. I don't can, see I say so, can I say something about Chicago that, that – uh, I really, I really like Kalea Copper. I'm bought in. I'm bought in on Kalea Copper. I am sorry I wasn't before. I did not watch her that much in the in the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, get, granted, I didn't watch the finals that much. But Kalea Copper, she, just, she, just, the way she plays, man, I just really like that type of basketball. And yep. uh, she loved Kalea Copper. Uh, and uh, Courtney Vandersloot, another local Gonzaga, Gonzaga uh, alum. Uh, she'll be on the storm next year. That's that's another <laughs> that's another guarantee. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, we need a point guard. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like you said, veteran leadership. That's gonna be. Uh, I think that's gonna be the uh, big difference. And then um, one of the another reason why I'm happy uh, New York is in the playoffs was. Um, when the uh, first thing I said when uh, Sandy Brondello was hired, I said she's going to help Sabrina and ask you so much. 
and uh, because she coached the GOAT, Diana Taurasi. So, mm-hmm. and I'm a Sue Bird fan. I am very comfortable with saying Diana Taurasi's uh, the GOAT of the WNBA. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I when she came in, I said, this is going to be so big of a hire for Sabrina and Askew. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, this is probably the second most interesting series. Uh, those Dallas Wings versus the Connecticut Sun. Uh, let's keep in mind they have not won a playoff game since they moved from Tulsa. Um, Connecticut is another team that I want to see in the finals. Um, they've had the unfortunate pleasure the last three years of somebody in the starting lineup always getting hurt. If you remember in the bubble, uh, John Quill Jones set out and then uh, Lisa Thomas got hurt last year. And then Jasmine Thomas tore her ACL this year. Yeah. I'm curious to see how they're going to have, how they're going to defend Tierra McCowan. Cause yeah. We, Cause Tierra McCowan has just been unstoppable. Jesus. Yeah. And then I wasn't feeling the fact that they had the, um, I don't know. Like, Arike won't be in the first round of the playoffs. Um, That's right. I was just going to ask about Arike. That's yeah, right. She won't be. She won't be in the first round because of her injury. Now, if she does come back, if they do get in the second round, I do think what has to happen is Arike has to come off the bench. She should not be in that starting lineup. I think she's going to take away the flow from how Dallas is. I think you need to have Ty Harris out there at point guard mm-hmm. alongside Marina Mabry because for some reason Arike and Marina Mabry just don't click. Mm-hmm. And then Connecticut, Connecticut, they have. They, they, I think this is their year to get over the hump. I do. You got to listen. It has to be. It has to be. You talked about Vegas needing to win. <laughs> so does Connecticut. They have to because um, I think they spend way too much money. They, they they can't keep being a first, second, and exit. They have to get to the finals. Yeah, they have to. Um, but I see. I, I see Connecticut winning in three. I see Dallas stealing a game. Yeah, I, I, I want to, to – you have no flipping idea how much I want to pick uh, Dallas over Connecticut. This this has upset written all over it. Um, I think the most – I think besides uh, Washington over Seattle, technically an upset, um, I think this is going to be the most popular one. Um, I'm going to have to pick uh, Connecticut, sadly, um, but uh, – it's going to be like we talked about for the uh, Mystics and the Storm. This is going to be a, a series of possessions. Um, yes. And uh, one of the uh, – we were talking about uh, Candace Parker being a crybaby in, a, in another series. Uh, my second my second biggest crybaby is uh, is uh, Dewana Bonner. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. I don't it's, think I don't think I don't think I don't think her sister would like to hear that. <laughs> It's no, ridiculous. Uh, uh, I I look, I do agree. Dewana can Dewana can definitely definitely go like okay, Dewana, that's that's a bit much. I, I I can agree to some to some extent. She does go a little far, but I think that's always kind of been her personality since even <laughs> at Phoenix. So yeah, I, I can see that. Um, really quick. So if you've paid attention yesterday, uh, eight the Associated Press released their award winners. These are not the official award winners yet for the league. Yeah. Um, so today, Monday the 15th, 
You had the peak performers uh, on the 19th this Friday. The Kim Parrott Sportsmanship Award will be announced on the 22nd. The Executive of the Year will be announced the 25th. The Rookie of the Year and Rookie All WNBA All Rookie Team will be announced that Friday, Coach of the Year. The following Monday on August 29th, the Most Improved Player. And then the September 1st, Thursday, will be sixth player of the year. And then defensive player of the year Friday, an all-defensive first and second team. And then September 7th will be the most valuable player announced. And then September 15th, all first and second WNBA team. So those awards have not officially been listed yet. Um, Yes, I appreciate you being here, Jean. Thank you. Um, I could watch y'all all day. Y'all know you said y'all should call a game. Definitely, definitely should. Um, most probably, we, we we'll probably link up after the series, recap it. Yeah. Um, I think that's that, that that's something we should definitely definitely link up on. Um, oh yeah. Even sure. if we just did after each game, it's totally up to you. Mm-hmm. Whatever makes you whatever you want to do. Um, but yes, uh, back to what I was saying. The AP Associated Press uh, had some awards and caused some serious controversy, uh, oh, particularly. Yeah. With the all rookie team, um, first and foremost, uh, understand this is just this is just where I'm at with it. I think it was a little bit a little bit much that uh, Sam Thomas. It, it, we should have not. I feel like she was being attacked. It wasn't her. It was as let you knows that it lets me know that this is who this is. These are the votes. They're not watching the games. Um, because yeah. no disrespect, I think it I think it's just weird, mind-boggling that your all rookie team didn't include uh you didn't have Queen and Egbo. Sam Sam Thomas has not touched the floor for Phoenix. And it's no disrespect, but that kind of takes away from what she's done. Um because I'm I'm just gonna just give you the all rookie team so they had Ryan Howard, Shakira Austin, Rebecca Gardner, Melissa Smith, Sam Thomas for all rookie team. And I think that's where most of the controversial, the contra- the controversial decision was. Um, and then also too, that uh, Skylar Diggins Smith was not all first team. They had her on the all second team. And I yeah. think that that's real. That was really the only two areas I agree on. I mean, all player, the player of the year, I mean, we've had that back and forth with Asia and Brianna. It's going to, I think, yeah. it, it's going to be a close one. But in terms of the all first, second team, and then the all rookie team, those were the two years I think everybody was up in arms. Um, mm-hmm. So, I congratulations on them winning. But I would really like to know from the Associated Press what games were you watching to determine determine like what 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 what, like what are the categories um yeah because i I don't know how to feel about that one (laughs) yeah uh the the, when when talking about the all rookie team going going to that team first like first first four pretty pretty easy and then you get the the uh the elephant in the room and sam thomas you talked about um you talked about queen akbo uh not not being selected uh over sam thomas and the indiana fever have a lot of rookies on on that team and a lot of rookies that i could probably pick over sam thomas uh just because of 
statistical statistical reasons. But um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a question, and then um, or it's a question that uh, that you just gotta have. And in, in like you said, like do you watch the games? But uh, they obviously obviously don't. And then uh, yeah, Scott Skyler Diggins Smith, she needs to be a lock for for first team. Look, you're about to find out the mistake that you made because the re like the reason why she's going to be out uh in this series against against vegas you're about to find out the kind of mistake that you made so well um, i'll be hiding under a rock um <laughs> when she comes back so because I, I i i i if i had a vote she was all first team uh, yeah uh, that's just it's crazy i mean she's put that team literally on she's put that phoenix team literally on her back yeah. I, and again, I think that lets me know that also, too, I think we're taking consideration of, well, how they are in the media and different things like that. And it shouldn't really be about that. If you're watching, if you've watched Skylar Diggins Smith, I mean, first, that really the whole Phoenix team, they've just, they've, it's, it's just been a, a hard season for them. And mm -hmm. you got to credit her to where she, she gets, she deserves her flowers for where they're at now, even though she didn't play the last two games. But come on now. All second team. Mm. Yeah, and and then I think the um the big the big thing for um for the Brianna Stewart and Asia Wilson thing, like Aces Aces fans are ridiculous, man. It's it, oh my gosh, it's just what it, and then and then Storm fans are like ridiculous, right? It's just complete back and forth banter, like a rivalry should have. Um, right. The we know these are the best two players in the league. And it's it's a matter of uh, someone said someone said it on my Twitter like first couple of weeks of the season. Uh, is this going to be another Embiid and Jokic uh, thing going on? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's pretty. Welcome to the WNBA. This hmm. is pretty much what you're going to get. Um, and uh, yeah, but you talk about like how hard of a season it is it is for um, for Phoenix and Skyward Egan Smith. Um, her one of her viral. Um, her viral press conference answers um, after uh, the Brittany Griner hearing um, really puts it into perspective. Yes. It really puts what they're going through into perspective. <clears throat> and it's, it's very, um, I don't want to say ironic, but it's very, and, or fortunate either that um, Skyler Diggins Smith said, said that answer as opposed to Sophie Cunningham or Vanessa Nygaard or, or whoever um, it, it puts it all into perspective. And um, yep. she, she, you're right. She literally put that team on her back, um, and she would not. You're about to find out how important Skylar Diggins Smith is um, in this series when when the Aces just route him out of the building. I I agree. I agree. Um, but I hope Skylar is doing okay. I hope she is doing well. Yeah. Um, but this definitely is an interesting first round. Um, but for the other four teams, uh, I did mention that yesterday. In the episode, the the, the non playoff teams, um, we're, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, you want to see the previous episode? Check out yesterday's episode. Um, but um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude episode two of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, be tuned in for future episodes. Um, like I said, I have the Washington Mystics versus the Seattle Storm recap. Uh, Brendan. Uh, let's link up after if you want to hop on and we can talk about the game from your from the Seattle perspective and watch perspective. Let's do that for sure. 
Um, yeah, for sure. Um, the Washington Mystics do have a post media availability call today. And I think Seattle does as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely gonna be some good information as well to get from both sides. Uh, I've always, I always, I value those the most. And then for football, we got the preseason uh, for the Ravens and the commanders. It's a good weekend for football um, to get in there. Um, yes. And I'll get, get caught up on up on these episodes on anchor that, that'll be on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Um, again, please check me out on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Also, you can follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Big Nate Sports Talk. Please leave a review. It helps me. It helps the podcast grow. I've also left a link of Brendan's channel in the description, his Twitter page. Um, Brendan, let the people know what else you got coming down the pipe on your side of, uh, uh, on your side of, the, of, the, of the world. Yeah, for sure. We got a uh, we got an article dropping out dropping out tomorrow. Uh, that'll be fun. It's a Washington uh, Washington Seattle preview. Uh, it's basically what we've been what we've been talking about today, and uh, it's basically that, but putting to putting to words with no with no voice, uh, pretty much. But um, yeah, we got a lot of uh, I've we got a lot of cool content, and uh, with the uh, with the company I work for and the people I've talked to, um, I've said as long as the storm are winning and in the playoffs i will be riding for them so uh nice this uh this is going to be uh really fun so um awesome awesome i will definitely be looking out for that article um because i am myself am learning to be a better writer myself i am not on your level yet but i will be there <laughs> soon uh i am proclaiming that but uh i appreciate message. that yes sir yes sir um but closing message um just again, ladies and gentlemen, just be great, be kind, show love and support to one another. Uh, don't forget to check on friends, loved ones, and also to make sure you take care of yourself. Yourself, yourself always comes first. Make sure you're taking care of your mental needs, your physical needs, your spiritual needs. Make sure you take care of yourself. And when you take care of yourself, um, good things are good to ha- are, are bound to happen for you. So uh, that's my closing message um, for this episode. But until then, it's your boy, Nathan Snell. Alongside with me, the guy right here, Mr. Brendan Potts, writer for the Seattle Storm, future reporter, doing big things. (laughs) Continue the good work, sir. Let's definitely link up after game one. Um, Also, too, um, even after the series, um, let's link up and we we, we have some good commentary. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, please like comments subscribe i will catch you on the flip side peace uh, but i get sick of these guys complaining uh, these you young guys they never call us and say when a coach is wrong i'm gonna call him out but when players are wrong i'm gonna call them out thanks for the kind words but listen i'm gonna criticize guys that they deserve it and listen they can kiss my ass if they don't like it thank you for tuning in to big nate sports talk if you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content be sure to like comment and subscribe bring your sports game on big nate sports talk